Welcome to Leading with a Brave Heart, a podcast that helps professional women build the confidence to lead with their hearts, to lead with confidence and compassion. I'm Michelle Johns, and my mission is to help you find that voice inside you, that really strong voice, the one that has the potential to transform your career and open up new opportunities. I'm so excited that you're here. Now on to the show. hardest things to do as a new leader is to give feedback to your team members. Now I'm not talking about the majority of feedback you get to give, the praise, the recognition and the positive and encouraging feedback. I'm talking about that odd occasion where you need to provide feedback that's not so positive and maybe a little hard. Now this can be a reason people don't want to take on a leadership role. And once in a leadership role, it's one of the activities that leaders avoid doing. I'm not just talking about when they're new leaders either. There are some leaders that go on avoiding this their whole career. Now, this is not only harmful for the team, but also shows a lack of care for the person. It's letting fear get in the way or even ego of supporting someone else's career. Now, there are also those leaders who love providing this feedback, but sometimes that is harmful as well. So it's a little bit like the fairy tale Goldilocks and the Three Bears, because there are also those leaders that get it just right, balancing the feedback, knowing when to provide the constructive or negative feedback, and knowing when it's not necessary. Now, that's why I call this the art of giving feedback. So in this podcast, I'm going to share with you my tips on when to give feedback and when you can actually avoid it. And I'll give you some practical ways to do it with compassion and care and for the benefit of your team and the individual. It all starts with trust. So before you come into a team and start throwing around your feedback, you need to build trust with the team. You need to build trust with each individual team member as well. So there's no point giving feedback to someone who doesn't trust you. They'll just ignore it or rebel against it because they don't respect what you have to say. So that's why I say before speaking, you must first listen. So there's three things to do before giving feedback, and that is listen, observe and acknowledge. So listen first. If you're leading a team for the first time, you want to listen to your team members, listen to all the different perspectives with no judgment. So if you know the team members before you start leading them, put all of that aside and start with a clean slate. Observe. So this is when you start leading a team, before jumping in and trying to prove yourself as a leader, spend some time observing. So give yourself the space to see what your team are capable of and how you can serve them. The third thing before giving any feedback is acknowledge. So early on in your first leadership role, when you're building trust, you can do this by acknowledging the team members for all of the contributions they're making and the value they bring to the team. Do this before you feel any need to make big decisions or changes to your team. 
Now this time frame may be different depending on the role or the expectations that you need to deliver as a leader, but make sure you give yourself that time to build that trust. Now you have the lay of the land or you've got the information to now give relevant and purposeful feedback. So next, it's your role to be clear with your expectations. So before you can give feedback, people need to know what's expected of them. So what are the expected behaviors for your team? So the organization can normally help you with this if you're new as a leader because they have expected behaviors or values and behaviors. So sometimes you can leverage that. Or it may make more sense for you to create your own team values and behaviors that are very specific to what your team goals are. But you can always start with the organization level. So this can be something you can build on later. But if you're starting out as a leader, for now, the company could have this covered for you. So in terms of trust, are you living and breathing those values? So are you walking the talk? Are you setting the expectations, not only in your conversations, but also in how you show up in the workplace? This all feeds into building trust so that you can provide feedback that's seen or or perceived as valuable by your team. I want to share a little experience that I had in my career with you. I was once interviewed for a position and I was told about existing behavioral problems in the team I'd be managing. Now, the reason I knew this was because in my interview, I was asked if I could performance manage and if I was comfortable firing someone if I needed to. So I answered the question with a question. What specific problem are you having to need to ask this question? Well, obviously, I wasn't quite as blunt as that. So I let them know that I would not come in and sack someone based on all the things that had gone on before and I was told in an interview that I would want to assess the situation myself. How do I know if the manager before me was the problem? Of course, I didn't say that in the interview. And how do I know the circumstances behind this person's behavior? So I needed to see it myself. Now, I'm not sure if that's what they were looking for, but they came back to offer me the job but fortunately for me at the time I was also going for another job that didn't seem to have this issue and I could start a role with a very different beginning. I was also a little curious to know why they were looking to hire someone to do this. Why weren't they doing this themselves? What kind of conversations were going on with the existing leader? It was like a big red flag for me about the culture I would be stepping into. So a little bit of a side issue here. So when you're asked questions in job interviews, always think about why they're asking that particular question. Just a little side tip. So before I jump into my formula for the art of giving feedback, ask yourself some questions. So I've kind of set the scene when to give the feedback and now you're building trust and next it will be about how to give the feedback but here's some questions just to give you some food for thought as such about giving feedback so here we go think about a time when you were given the best feedback in your career and why was it so meaningful for you now i'm thinking the reason it was so meaningful was because It inspired you to want to change yourself for the better or it was provided in a compassionate way or perhaps you just respected the person who gave you the feedback. Your answers may be different to that. Just some examples. And another question to ask yourself is what was a time when you were given 
feedback that was not helpful. And think about how that impacted you. These questions can be helpful when you're going into a situation of giving feedback to others, just to anchor back to whether you will be providing something of value to people and how you'll be making them feel. So this allows you to bring empathy into those conversations and also to think about whether it's worth having the conversation. Now that brings me to the art of giving feedback. So I'm going to give you the formula for giving feedback. So giving feedback can be a little hard sometimes, but you can use these guidelines to make it a little bit easier. So firstly, don't forget about the foundation piece, the trust. Do you have enough trust with the person to provide the feedback so that it will actually be heard? So the formula has five parts to it. We're going to start with purpose. Make sure you have a purpose for your feedback. Check in that it's to better the person in some way, or maybe the impact they're having is on the other team members or the team's performance. So what is the purpose of your feedback? Is it to create a better team? Is it to help someone improve themselves? Why would you even give the feedback? Make sure that it's necessary. Make sure it isn't about you and your beliefs and your biases. So don't give feedback to someone because you want them to change their personality so that you can work with them better because you're alike. It needs to have a real purpose. The second part of the formula, regular. Provide regular feedback so that it becomes part of the norm. Now, don't be spending all your time in feedback, but give it regular, both positive and constructive, and um, make sure it's specific as well. And the third part is immediate. Where possible, provide feedback immediately or as close to the event as possible. While you remember, while they remember. So if someone has um, shouted at a colleague or um, had an outburst, quietly pull them aside immediately afterwards and ask them, are you okay? Now this leads me to the next step, I guess, in the formula, and that's compassion. Approach situations with compassion. Now, for instance, sometimes your team members may be facing a difficult time and then maybe they have an outburst, say. Now, approach with compassion in mind and start by asking questions first. Most times, people know when they've behaved in a way that's inappropriate or if their performance is underwhelming. So ask first before speaking. Ask questions if someone is underperforming or something's out of character first. They'll most likely say it themselves and you don't even need to give the feedback. And the final um, section or the final step in the formula is expectations. Set the expectations up front that feedback is part of the way the team improves. Also, by running your one-on-one meetings, set the expectations that you are providing feedback because you care about the team member and their career. So have that conversation about why you provide feedback. Give them the purpose of your feedback to make the team perform well, to help them with being the best person they can be in their career. So have you set the expectations up front if you're a leader right now? It's no good telling your team member that they're not good at not getting a pay rise because they didn't present well at that um, presentation when they may not have realized they were being measured on how they're 
performing in that presentation and they may have just been focused on the content only or the slide pack or something. So set the expectations so that there's no surprises and that's easier for you to have those conversations as well. Now a few extra tips, Uh, some don'ts I guess, Uh, don't provide negative feedback in front of other team members. So keep those conversations as private as possible. And if you need to provide some feedback about their, you know, the team member's performance or behavior, don't ask for permission. So don't say, can I give you some feedback? Firstly, you're not really asking a question, you're making a statement. And secondly, when, when you hear this, can I give you some feedback? How does that make you feel if someone says that to you? I know that as soon as I hear that, I tense up and I'm already on the defense and um, I know that some negative feedback is coming. Uh, so I think that that question can be avoided when you're providing feedback. You could use um, some statements. Oh, yes, yeah, so I thought I'd just throw in a statement that I find quite useful. Um, so think about giving the facts and then a way to move forward when you're giving feedback. So an example could be your last few deliverables weren't comprehensive enough to hit the mark. So let's discuss why that is and how we can address it. So use language that provides the facts and then a way forward. Now, if you are giving feedback about behavior, make sure you also give examples and from your perspective, not hearsay and so on. Uh, There are other situations, but there's just some examples for you. So to finish up, always come from compassion first, but be emotionally aware enough to pick up when someone's rationalizing their behavior because you might get caught in a cycle of rationalization. You still need to have the conversation that it's not acceptable if it has an impact on another person in the office. And always offer them help with managing their emotions. So how can I support you so that this doesn't happen again? How can I support you in those situations that where you find yourself lashing out or unable to control your anger and so on? Um, use statements like, I'd like to understand your perspective and talk about how we can resolve this. We can resolve this together. I'm here to support you. Those sort of statements, very compassionate, but also looking for an outcome and a change. So hopefully that's helping, helping you with your art of giving feedback. And I've got some homework for you as I usually do. So firstly, check in, are you avoiding feedback or are you giving it without a real purpose? Secondly, have you built trust in an individual team level team member level to have an impact when you do provide feedback and finally is there some feedback that you need to give this week so I hope that helps at least one aspiring woman leader out there and if you're listening to this episode and you may be leading a team for the first time and want to take it up a level if you want to find out how you can work with me you can just go to my website which i'll leave in the show notes otherwise let's just connect on instagram at braveheartcoach if we haven't already i'd love to get some messages in my inbox about what you might like to hear on this podcast anything leadership challenges you're having at work leading a team for the first time 
So have an awesome day and I'll catch you next time.